a few words this evening as we celebrate the first Friday of the month, a few reminders regarding the devotion to the Sacred Heart. And as we know regarding this devotion, the Church history has always focused his attention, her attention, on three major apparitions of our Lord to St. Margaret's Mère à la Coque, humble sister of the Visitation, order founded by St. Jean de Chantal and St. Francis de Sales. So as members of the Institute of Christ the King and faithful disciples of St. Francis de Sales, let us go through these three apparitions and draw from them a better understanding of the richness of this devotion. The first apparition, and we can also name this first apparition, the heart symbol of love, took place on the 27th of December, Feast of St. John the Evangelist, probably in the year 1673. While praying intensively before the Blessed Sacrament exposed, she was granted, St. Margaret Mahilacoque, she was granted the grace to repose our head on our Divine Savior's breast. And she said to her Jesus, and, sorry, and Jesus said to her, My Divine Heart is so inflamed, you know this quote well, with love for men, and for you in particular, that they enable any longer to contain within itself the flames of its burning charity, it must needs spread them abroad by your means, and manifest itself to mankind in order to enrich them with the precious graces of sanctification and salvation necessary to withdraw them from the abyss of perdition. As the beloved disciple Saint John, the humble sister of the Visitation, became a pure victim of Jesus' love. He enjoys itself, himself in unity, this love. He calls each and every one of us to a better and deeper union with him. This heart, human heart, symbol of love. It is obvious to respond, to answer to some modern attacks that would consider this devotion as too rational or too sentimentalist, it is obvious that the heart is the most expressive sign of Jesus' love for us, the sensible object of this devotion, which leads us to the principal motive, motive of that devotion, that is Christ himself. So when we have this devotion to the sacred heart, we do not just stop to that heart, but we reach deeper to Christ himself. This unity that Christ cherishes so much, because of his infinite love for us, that same unity is clearly expressed through the mystery of the Incarnation, unity of the divinity with humanity, love of God and his little human heart also loving us. This unity in love is possible because the Word was made flesh. And we know that, quote, well, my love enjoys itself in unity, it reigns in suffering, and this leads to the second apparition, suffering. 1673 or 1674, we are not sure. But what characterizes this second apparition is the mystery of the redemption of men through the Sacred Heart. Redemption by the Passion and the Cross as a last effort, a last attempt of love. Thanks to this apparition, we, know, we now have a symbol, a representation of that Sacred Heart. My sweet Master, she says, 
presented himself to me, all resplendent with glory, his five wounds shining like so many suns, flames issued from every part of his sacred humanity, especially from his adorable bosom, which resembled an open furnace, and disclosed to me his most loving and most amiable heart, which was the living source of these flames. This heart is a royal heart, crowned with a crown of thorns, wounded, and with a cross on top. Indeed, he reigns, he reigns in our families, in our lives, but he is a wounded king of love once again. He cries, he cries drops of blood, a redeeming blood. Why, why so much love, but why also so much pain? He paid the price of our lack of love, dying on the cross. I feel this more, he said, than all that I suffered during my passion. If only they would make me some return for my love. I should think but little of all I have done for them, and would wish, were it possible, to suffer till more. This heart contains graces of sanctification and salvation necessary to withdraw mankind from the abyss of perdition, according to his own words once again. And the reality of the abyss is clear. And I cannot separate his mercy from his justice. And the dramatic call of Fatima rings in our ears. Our Lady can no longer uphold, uphold the arm of her divine Son, which will strike the world. If people amend their lives, our Lord will even now save the world. Mercy. But if they do not, punishment will come. Justice. People must renounce sin and not persist in it, as has been done until now. It is essential to repent greatly." End of quote. So let us literally throw ourselves into that ardent furnace of love, full of hope and confidence, daily and on our knees. The Sacred Heart enjoys itself in unity, it reigns in suffering, and finally it triumphs in humility. And this is the last apparition, also known as the Great One. It took place in the octave of the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament in 1675. This is the summit, summit of His love for us. He asks for a feast in honor of the Sacred Heart for the Universal Church to make reparation and to make amends for the indignities which he has received during the time he has been exposed on the altars. He humbled himself so as to become a fragile host in the hands of the priest, so unworthy to touch him. Think of the angel of Fatima, who prostrated himself before and after giving Holy Communion to the children, and us. How often do we neglect our genuflections? Where is our imagination and our eyes when the priest lifts up the Blessed Eucharist and the precious blood? All the angels fell prostrate before the throne and paid God worship, as we read in the book of Revelation. Behold, the heart which has so loved men that it has spared nothing, said our beloved Savior, even to exhausting and consuming itself in order to testify its love. And in return, I receive from the greater part only ingratitude by their irreverence and sacrilege, and by the coldness and contempt 
they have for me in the sacrament of love. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. So tonight, we kneel and pray to the Sacred Heart as an act of public preparation to that Sacred Heart and to the Blessed Sacrament, so often abandoned in so many tabernacles around the world. One and the same person, Jesus Christ our Lord, God, one and triune. Let us make this act of atonement first for ourselves, then for our families, our friends, and for all those who need our prayers and sacrifices. Let us ask the Sacred Heart the grace to unite ourselves more closely to Him through a deeper hatred from, for sin and a deeper love for the Holy Eucharist, offering up all our sufferings during this Lenten season and pain in union with His divine passion with a humble and contrite heart. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our heart like unto Thine. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.